0: This is The Shift Podcast.
1: Today on The Shift Daily Podcast, Gredip Punder, Bhangra Dancer from the Yukon, shares how he celebrates Christmas uh, as a Sikh and as a Canadian, including Christmas lights on his house, and he shares his stories of spreading Christmas cheer and joy across Canada, across the world, and more. Do you need some last-minute Christmas gift ideas? Handy Andy is back with how to make some DIY gifts with a pretty smart tool, plus NFTs and video games and Apple's next big move. What are they going to do? Plus, are you okay with mail? Spoiler alert, no, you're probably not. All of this and more are coming up on the Shift Daily Podcast.
2: This is the Shift Podcast.
1: Are you okay? Are you okay with home delivery? No. But still, yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's insanely convenient. Yeah, everything about home delivery is so
1: incredibly wrong in today's world, right? If you drive, uh, I'm in Calgary where I do the show from, and if you drive down the Deerfoot, which is a freeway that goes north-south right through the center of the city, in certain times of the day, I've counted as many as 17 Amazon vans all going the same direction. Like just giving her, it's like, and it used to be able to see that in the mornings too. When you'd commute, you'd see all the FedEx trucks coming out of the FedEx by the airport. Right. So like you see Mm -hmm. these tons and tons and tons of vehicles that are out there. And then, so you see all these vehicles and you're like, yeah, this can't be good. Like this can't be the better solution. But then when you order something and it arrives on time and it's on your doorstep and you get a ping on your app and you're like, oh, stuff's here. And you didn't have to go anywhere.
2: It's It's nice. It is. I feel like we're doing too much. That's the problem. COVID. Sorry. C word. Oh. Uh, the thing. Ryan. Happening. I know. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. Well. You got to get a. Yeah, you know, we we
1: are in. This is a week of. A week Novid. of no We're not yeah. allowed to say the C words. So I'm sorry, Ryan. But you got to get the. Uh, yeah, I hope you feel shame. Fair. I do it's feel shame. shame.
2: I was going to just say that because of the the circumstances of the world uh we do it too much and i hope that we can kind of go back to that nice little i'll actually run out and get this today kind of attitude 50 50 i think that's a nice kind of ratio because Mm. you know here's the thing when you get something delivered every day is like christmas (laughs) it's true it is but you forget what's Mm. coming yeah, yeah. I uh, don't like going anywhere. So I love home delivery because it keeps yeah, me away from yeah, everyone. Yeah.
1: As uh, you guys both don't drive. So for me, I, you know what I did? I ordered one particular gift from uh, Indigo and another one from Apple. And I just got the pickup at the store. So on Saturday, the last Saturday before Christmas, this weekend, I went into the mall. There's lineups everywhere. It's busy. Oh, it's yeah. crowded. And, uh, Walked up to the front. I said, I'm just here for online pickup. She's like, okay, come in here. Went in. They handed me my thing. Show the ID. How would I stay, Walk out. All these people sneering in line. That's a great way to do it. But I wonder with the mileage, like, is it actually better if there's one person who delivers to all the places or if everybody picks up stuff on the way home, right? I mean, typically you're going to run errands on the way home from someplace or on the way to someplace. So, I don't know. I would be curious to see the maths on that. Quick maths. Well, it's tough to beat out the convenience, that's for sure. Yeah. When it comes right to your front door, like it used to be pizza, we'd all get pizza delivered. But now you can get anything delivered, including your dog. That's what a UPS driver in Tennessee did last week when he came to the rescue of a woman who lost her dog. He decided to add priority shipping to the lost poochie. Here's more uh, on a story from NBC3.
0: Boxes and boxes and a box of dog treats. Daryl Slack, a UPS driver for 29 years, says they're usually used to befriend the neighborhood dogs while he's delivering packages.
3: You have some that um, initially, you know, don't want to warm up to you, but after you feed them for, you know, a week or so, then they
1: they're running to the truck. They're they're glad to see you.
0: On Monday, he was following his route when he was asked for help Greetings to look always. for a dog. And
1: she explained to me his name was Pete and he had a red harness on and and I was trying to
3: reassure her. I was like, we'll, we'll find him, it's, it's okay.
0: Pete had escaped from the porch and he's a runner. I was absolutely in tears and just thought um, that I'd never see him again. Daryl says he decided to take an additional route.
1: I just so happened I I caught a glimpse of him in my
3: peripheral vision.
0: Daryl used those dog treats.
3: I had the treat in one hand, and as he got close enough, I I was able to get a hold of his harness.
0: With a new companion, Daryl finished his deliveries and swung back by the Odom home. Here he comes with Pete in his arms. Paula says Daryl is a special man and thanks him for bringing back her special dog. He means joy, a lot of fun, and he is uh, the love of my life. He's
1: a good boy.
2: Good boy.
1: I love those. Um, Yeah, what a nice story about the uh, neighborhood pooch. He says the na- residents of the neighborhood would do the same thing for
2: him. I love that. That's nice. Did I tell you that I saw a dog like harass a male delivery person the other day? Like I actually saw it happen. Out- not outside of a movie. I saw a Canada Post worker trying to deliver package and a black lab jumping on the person to try to get hugs and, and pets. Really? And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, this guy just took it to the next level. It's that amazing. Whole new level.
1: Whole new level.
2: Are you okay?
1: Are you okay with mayo? Unless it's Cinco de Mayo.
2: No, it's mayonnaise. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry to, I don't know if that's a disappointment for you. I yeah, love totally. mayonnaise. Yes. Really? Both yeah. of you? No, I don't Thank love mayonnaise. You. I was I was echoing your sentiment of being disappointed yeah. that it's what? not No, I don't mile. like mayo. No, I don't like what? mayo. What? Terrible. Yeah, mayo's awful. Mayo is terrible. mayo is awful. People most... who dip
1: French fries in mayo
2: Yeah, it's Okay, disgusting. I don't do that, but wrong. mayo on a sandwich, tuna salad, burgers, no. wrong. aioli. Nope. Terrible. Won't do it. Not even aioli? No. Nope. No. It's gross. Oh my word.
1: Disgusting. Oh. I'm so I knew sad. a guy. I love he used to make mayonnaise sandwiches? Ew. Just bread and mayo. That's
2: yeah. And he also that.
1: used to sit there with a, you know, those big like Costco jug sizes. Yeah. With a spoon, like it was yogurt or pudding. Ooh. No, that's. Oh no, that's wrong.
2: Just, yeah, that's. That's wrong. That shouldn't be allowed. That actually should it's, be outlawed. I would like <laughs> I agree, to. Uh, yeah. I would like
1: to change your perspective as you listen to this little piece here, because this was written by Ryan.
2: I I thought everybody liked mayo. I'm sorry. No.
1: (laughs) A crucial condiment for burgers and sandwiches, Ryan says, and pretty good with fries, too. What? Maybe you use it for other reasons, exclamation point,
2: like putting it in your hair. No. Some people do that. Not me. Also wrong.
1: Or how Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. That's not how spell sponge, is it?
2: Actually, yes. I think he wins this round. I think he does. Is that Sponge? Yeah, I think Am so. I... Yeah. Really? Ha-ha. Yep. I...
1: Yeah. Let me ask Siri. Oh, that's right. SpongeBob. That's right. All right. Not Fair a typo. Uh, we don't have a button for not a typo. We've never needed that one before. <laughs> How Patrick yeah, Star it. from SpongeBob
3: uses it. Okay, now. How many of you have played musical instruments before? Do instruments of torture count? No.
2: Is mayonnaise an
3: instrument? No, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an instrument.
1: Mayo does have other uses. For example, it's the official sponsor for college football. <laughs> now
2: that's a typo. That's a typo. That's <laughs> a typo. Full
1: on. Uh, college football game. The Duke's Mayo Bowl is about to kick off in the North Carolina Tar Heels and South Carolina Gamecocks Square. <laughs> yes, that's what they're called. <laughs> Let's go Gamecocks. <laughs> yeah, like it's
2: uh, it's questionable. Carolina. Uh
1: square off at the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte on December 30th. I want to go to college. Did you? With uh, rep- uh presenting sponsor being a favorite Carolina condiment in Duke's mayonnaise. This game is pretty rowdy. Here's what happened last year from WCNC.
2: And here it is, 19th bowl game in Charlotte. First time, it's dubbed the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Charlotte's own Sam Hartman leading Wake Forest to an early 14-0 lead over Wisconsin. He finished the game with three touchdown passes, but he also threw four interceptions. Wisconsin wins 42-28. They did not dunk their coach with Duke's Mayo. That was disappointing. That was just water. And then the quarterback broke the trophy.
1: Yep, I dropped it. That's on me. <laughs> yep, it happened. <laughs> I don't got anything besides that. I just got a little, my mom would call it a boo boo, but um, we'll be all right. We'll bounce back. So,
2: <laughs> uh, wow. uh,
1: apparently, mayo is also slippery. Don't get it in your hands when you holding yeah. the trophy. <laughs> And top of the stakes this year, the winning coach of Duke's Mayo Bowl will end up doused with the pride of Greenville, South Carolina. The pride of Greenville is mayo oh, instead gross. of Gatorade, Ooh, I guess. Gross. <laughs> Still gross. According yeah. to a report by Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic, North Carolina head coach Mack Brown and South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer both have said they will <laughs> accept a mayonnaise bath if their team wins. <laughs> I accept the mayonnaise bath for being a winner. That's weird. The brand had stated earlier this month that they would donate $10,000 to the winning team's charity of choice on the condition that their coach agreed to a Duke's dousing. Oh. Now. Um, the text. <laughs> text messages. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Put mayo on the outside of your grilled cheese. Nope.
2: Yeah. Oh, that, no, yes. That's no, incredible. If no. you put it on the outside of your grilled cheese instead yeah. of butter, it cooks better and then you get a better flavor on the top of the grilled cheese. And no, because it's gross. Yes. Yeah, no, it's not a better not. flavor. It's yeah. a I'm speaking flavor. Yeah. for everybody else who likes mayo. Yeah, yeah you know what great. else? I've tried it.
1: Yeah, well, there's a reason why butter is widely accepted. Um Substitute mayo for... Oh, no, that's the one, same one. Um... um put mayo on mr noodles and mac and cheese is awesome
2: i know that just sounds really um, bad like that sounds yeah. ugh. Uh, that's ugh. you lost me on that yeah, one maybe on mac and cheese it's actually getting no. me it worked up here
1: i'm actually i just blocked that texture yeah, we don't block want to hear that that's <laughs> rest reckless uh mayo is better than ranch smarten up Shane also block. Yeah, block. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can we um, you and I can disagree on politics. Science we can disagree clear. on finances. We can disagree on faith and religion. I have no patience for people who like yeah, no, <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I'm not blocking anybody. <laughs> wow. Uh, ranch, who doesn't like ranch probably loves mayo. Well, he was listening earlier, so we will see. Um, that's from uh, Dwayne. <laughs> Boy, you know when um. Um, things, uh, you've been listening for a long time when you know all those stories. Is french fries and mayo a French thing? I, I don't know, actually. Uh,
2: I don't know. Ranch did text in weighing in on the mayo, by the way. Oh, did he? And would you like to know what he says? I would like to. You already myself. actually read the text. Mayo is better than ranch. Smarter up, Shane. That's from Ranch.
1: Oh, is that from him?
2: That's from Ranch H. Ranch. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't there you go. On the, uh, the right. authority on this is on my side.
1: Yeah, but ranch hates ranch.
2: So. I also like ranch, so it's not really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, t- tons of terribly inappropriate messages. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would like secure. to say.
2: Yeah. I mean, I. One team's called the Gamecocks, and then mm-hmm. mayonnaise. There's a lot going on in this story. You can see my <laughs> yeah. excitement as I got it ready for. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, excitement. Contest. Butter, cheese, and mayo sandwich. Uh, nope, lost me there.
1: No, because it has much- mayo in it. You know what's That's really creamy. great? Probably peanut butter and cheese. But as soon as you put no, mayo Ugh.
2: Can't what? Do those. I don't like the okay, peanut butter burgers. Ugh. Peanut butter burgers, yeah. You go to what? bar, they have like the peanut butter and jelly burgers, yeah. Like Hudson's, that chain, they have that tried it once. It's disgusting. Yeah. 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 How much was it? Like
1: $17 is as much as avocado toast? Yeah. It was was
2: more expensive than the avocado
1: toast. (laughs) Exactly. This is just someone capitalizing on your generation being like, these guys will spend $15 on avocado toast. Let's charge them 20 bucks for peanut butter and a burger bun. (laughs) 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 You're not wrong. (laughs) Well, it's exactly what's happening.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you okay? Are you okay with Ghost Hunters? No,
2: because they Uh, always end the same way.
1: But I love the show I still watch.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. It always ends the same. I believe in ghosts, 100%. I just think the show is complete nonsense. Like, the show is just trying to make it look like more is happening. I'm not saying the places they're going aren't haunted, but it's just they're making it, they're showing it up. I like, yeah, off, they do. Know?
1: They do add the drama. I, I there was one that I saw that I really quite liked. I thought they did a good job. Don't remember the name of it though. It was it was British.
2: I walked into oh, a, a ghost house in that was on mm-hmm. Ghost Hunters one time. It was and I immediately uh, left when I realized where I was. So uh, it works. Um, oh, good. TV shows
1: that focus on ghosts like ghost hunters take their art very seriously, uh, even if not a whole lot's going on.
4: So if, uh, I want to take three data loggers and set them in succession on the staircase. If there's something happening on that staircase, these data loggers should pick it up. So I'll walk past it so you can see. So the bottom line light- Oh, oh, pressure, pressure spike. There Right there. At top the step. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally talking about the boring thing we do, and then it goes off. Second, second step, second step. Just second second step. Pressure. Oh, sure. Okay, see, this is the pattern, dude. Okay. Whoa. Wow. All right.
1: Well, Peacock, the streaming service from NBC down in the States, has a new ghost hunting show called hosted by Demi Lovato, the actor singer. Here's the synopsis. Huh. Of the unidentified with demi lovato it follows a multi-talented singer actor and star as they investigate various paranormal entities from ghosts and specters to aliens and ufos ufos and in today's episode she serenades a ghost who has was the victim of past trauma Spooky black and white night vision footage shows Davado talking with an invisible ghost whose spirit appears to be chilling in a creepy house. Lovato asks the ghost if she's seen anything like ETs here or UFOs or star people referring to aliens or beings that are from another dimension or world. However, the ghost named Carmen remains silent. So she gets the men out of the their, oh boy. That's a typo. She gets the men out of the room and sings to the ghost. And the machine they use to track ghosts did a thing. There you go.
0: Cool. There you go. Cool. cool. Well, I always sing Skyscraper when I feel sure. like singing something emotional. people. Sure. Do you have to make me feel like... There's nothing left of me. I will be rising from the ground like a skyscraper.
2: There we go. <laughs> standing ovation.
0: Cool.
2: I think that's the okay for us to come wow, in, yes. That's
0: so cool. That's the coolest. That's the coolest standing ovation I've ever had.
1: you might be pushing paid for that
2: paid a lot this is the shift podcast
1: what would be the holiday season if you didn't bring the happiest guy in canada on the radio with you uh to say hello my favorite bearded man uh is grady ponder he's in the the yukon
3: and he's freezing cold (laughs) Hey, Gradeep, how are you? Hey, Shane. I'm doing great. Very nice to talk to you. Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's very cold day here in the Yukon. Um, It's minus 35. uh, But I went outside and the dancing was great um, for joy, hope, and positivity.
1: Wow, such an important uh, piece. And here we are, Gradeep. We, We tend to coincidentally have our conversations at a time when the whole world seems to be stressed out. You know, the last uh, couple of weeks here have caused this new uh, reinvigorated stress on everybody. Um, so your dancing is um, is incredibly important for us to get to watch, which we love it. But for yourself, I mean, you are up there living, you know, in this place by yourself. You're in the woods. And uh, do you find that that, like, t- tell us why dancing for you, I mean, I know why you share the joy of your dancing and and plus the love for Bungra, but... What what is it? What is it about the dancing that you find? I mean, some people meditate, some people go for a run, but you dance.
3: Yeah, um I I find that uh, every day like working or you just said that uh, news coming keeping us stressed about uh, uh this covid new variant coming and uh, we have so much on our plate every day and I feel that uh, that tiredness, which we call like exhaustion, it comes more from mental tiredness. Uh, like when our mind is exhausted, when mind is uh, in such a state where things feel frozen, like uh, then our body reacts accordingly. And then our body also feels tired and then uh, we don't want to do anything. Uh, It feels like that, things are gloomy. Uh, So by dancing, I feel that it's a great way to recharge the batteries of mind. Uh, It's a great way to uh, make uh, mindset, uh, those cells in mind active. It, It helps a lot, bringing that happiness, joy, back um yeah that's why it's very useful for me i find it uh because uh, i find that when my mind is happy my my body is happy too because <laughs> they are both interconnected um uh so for good mental health for exercise physical exercise as well like because the type of dancing i do it's not slow dance it's it's hardcore dance it's also Leaves me in, uh, you know, the way we feel after running, like, ha ah, ah, ha, like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after this form of dancing, pangra dancing, I feel like that. So I feel that uh, not only I'm receiving, like, mental joy, I'm also having a good physical workout. So, yeah, that's why I find it very important.
1: I love it. It's fantastic. So here we are uh, for Christmas holidays. Now, for you, your faith is different. Christmas is not... Uh At least the story of Christmas, as it is for Christians around the world with the sick faith, but um, how do you celebrate the holidays because uh, I know you well enough, Gardeep, to know that um you know your spiritual side is so incredibly important, your peace of mind side is so incredibly important, so um you know while the most of the Western world takes this time to you know celebrate faith things and all those pieces, how does a guy like you take advantage of this time and and I mean, as a here's the crossroads, Gurdeep. I mean, you're all about joy and love, right? And so yet, you have this Western world look of what is joy and love. And so, I get, it makes me super curious what Gurdeep does for Christmas time.
3: Yeah, um, very good question, Shane. Um, yeah, Christmas time. I, I I love this spirit. I I love that people are happy. They have something to look forward to, and people. Uh, are decorating their homes uh, they're bringing christmas trees to their homes uh, um yeah you're right in uh, in a sick faith uh, uh like when i i grew up in punjab i didn't see anyone celebrating christmas because nobody does over there uh and i i grew up in a village where the there was not much media so i didn't know much about it but i learned a lot after i moved to canada 15 years ago and I instantly started loving it um like i like to invite my friends uh, usually there used to be a lot more before COVID time and uh, i like to participate um, with people in decorations and de- i feel that uh, like that uh, that um, doesn't matter which faith is, uh, we are all humans at the end. Uh, so, so, so I love, uh, celebrating the spirit a- a- and, uh, and, 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 and this thing, uh, yeah. When I was uh, mentioning that, like, uh, we had very tough year, uh, people are exhausted. They are tired. Uh, now there's a, there's going to be a break. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and just like dancing, uh, like this, this holiday spirit is creating sense of happiness and sense of positivity among people. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, like, uh, uh three years ago, like here in white house, Yukon, I remember, there's uh, a man, he is decorating his truck for last, I think 30 years. And, uh, Every year, he tours in City of Whitehorse. uh, He dresses up as Santa Claus. And uh, then uh, with all those lights on his truck, uh, he tours. And then uh, uh, we decided to make a video together uh, in which uh, we both danced pangra. And I also, myself, dressed up as Santa and... uh, that's great. And, uh, and I, I jumped into his truck and, um, he was singing and he was saying, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, so, so I, I enjoyed that spirit and, uh, people love that too. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. From, from my, 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 my point of view is, it's wonderful time to celebrate. Uh, I, I think, uh, think, uh uh, this is the time which we all of were looking forward
1: to. It uh, it's beautiful. I love that. I I want to see this video, so I need you to email me a link to that video, please, if you can. Definitely, I want to share it. I want to see the Grdeep Santa video. This is great. <laughs> Although you need to have your beautiful jet black beard, you got to get a white one, like mine. <laughs> um. So the uh, when you go through all of this, um, I, I feel it's important to ask you about your faith and the Sikh faith. But, um, is there any Symbolic recognitions that need to happen at this time of year that we don't know about inside your faith that, you know, that that are similar to Christmas? Is the calendar even close? Because I know some other faiths have rotating calendars too, right? That it's not necessarily by the, you know, December 25th is Christmas Day type stuff. But is there anything that we we need to know about that don't understand the Sikh faith uh, at this time of year, wintertime, next couple of months, that that you can share with us?
3: Yeah. uh, uh, Like, uh all those festivals in Sikhism, they are uh, observed according to moon, like uh, not according to sun. So every year, the da- dates, they change. Um, we recently celebrated Guru Purb, which is birthday of Guru Nanak, who was f- like founder of Sikhism. And then in the beginning of uh, January, Sikhs in the world are celebrating the birthday of tenth guru Guru Gobind Singh. Uh, so we we have gurus in Sikhism. When first guru was about to pass away, um, they appointed next person as second guru, third guru, and so on until third guru. When uh, sorry, until tenth guru, uh, then tenth guru start, decided to abolish this tradition of appointing next person as guru. And afterwards, uh, he pointed our holy book, which is known as Guru Granth Sahib, as forever Guru. So now that book, uh, Guru Granth Sahib, is is a is a spiritual book. is is also a Guru. And uh, then our next biggest uh, uh, celebration is in April, which is matha Vesakhi, uh, which is also celebrated as a, a Sikh Heritage Month in Canada. Um, so yeah, these are upcoming uh, some important days in um, uh, in Sikh faith. Uh, but in Sikhism, um, uh, there there is a say uh, saying that recognize everyone as fellow human being. So uh, Sikhs like to observe all the faith. Doesn't matter. Um, which uh, like religion they are coming from because uh, we believe in um, uh, humans as one race. Um, so, so yeah, as you mentioned that uh, Christmas um uh, from that point of view, we also feel that it's our festival too. <laughs> mm-hmm. our fellow humans are celebrating it. So so yeah, um, so, so these are some of uh, these upcoming days are uh, coming in Sikh faith.
1: Well, and I would imagine that with um, at the Sikh temples, the tradition of feeding everybody, uh, making sure that everybody has access to food and meals is so important. That at Christmas time, that's probably a pretty active time for the community to make sure that, you know, at Christmas time, that there is access to food, especially winter, Christmas and all those things. Uh, I imagine it gets pretty busy.
3: Yeah, uh, across the country, uh, I would say all over the world at Sikh Gurdwaras, um, they are called Gurdwaras, uh, like Sikh faith of worship, a place of worship. Uh, So they make a lot of food, it's called langar. Uh, it's sort of a food bank. Uh, many people go there; they eat food. Uh, a lot of people, like uh, who live on street, uh, streets, streets uh, who doesn't have any other means to to eat food, they they go and they take advantage of those lingers in in, in sick gurdwaras. Yeah, our community make a very significant efforts um, during colder months like December and January, especially during months of Christmas time um, that uh, that people uh, uh, who need to eat, they get food to eat because this is uh, we believe that uh, feeding people is very important service. Uh, So uh, so yeah, uh, our community take a lot of steps uh, uh, for uh, for creating those uh, free um, lunges, like in other terms, like uh, food banks, uh, and people can just go. Uh, doesn't matter which faith you are from. You can just go um, and just eat the food and, and be thankful.
1: That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Agrideep Pandera is a uh, uh, honorary Santa Claus, <laughs> 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 bunger dancer. Um, do you, uh, so, do you put Christmas lights on your cabin out there in the middle of the wilderness?
3: Uh, I have Christmas lights uh, since the beginning of. Uh, uh i would say november uh so yeah i i, I do have christmas in the lights uh i i like to participate in this spirit as i mentioned in the beginning of the um interview uh so so yeah like and also when there's a lot of darkness like here in the north uh, we have only daylight of maybe 4 hours something like that and the rest of the day is night <laughs> it's it's important to have lights to light up
1: (laughs) that's so beautiful well from the bottom of my heart um as we as we look back on the year this is the year that i got the chance to get to know you um i the impact that you've had on me is is just it's almost unexplainable right there's just this sort of joy and this this knowing that create create the joy, create the love that you want to create. You do it through dance. For me, I like to do it through conversation. And um, you've taught me that. And I wanted to give you that and say thank you so much for what you give to me and to everybody else uh, for being here and just uh, wish you the merriest of Christmases. I I hope that your holiday time is fantastic and fills your heart too.
3: Thank you very much, Shane. Um, I also feel that you're a wonderful person. I've been learning a lot From you as well like uh, you bring a lot of wisdom through your conversations uh, and i'm wishing you the best Uh, merry christmas and uh, upcoming new year i hope that in uh, new year 2022 we get a chance to meet up in person (laughs) i
1: agree i'm i'm working on that i I emailed you a few weeks ago and i said i have an idea and i don't think i told you the idea but i am working on something where we can somehow connect uh to uh, get a bit of a tour of the north and do a show or something that would be super fun so i look forward to that too. Me
3: too i'm looking forward to learning about your idea
2: this is the shift podcast
1: Handy Andy Barrar is here, and let me tell you, this guy can grow a beard. It's like he sneezes, and it's there. It's so long,
4: so fast. Andy Barrar, how are you? I'm good, Shane. I told you I was going to, you inspired me to grow a beard, and I was like, you know what? I've been clean-shaven for a full year. Uh, I'm going to just let it grow, and it's it's more salt than pepper. Last time, you know, I saw more pepper than salt, Mm -hmm. but... There's a lot of salt coming in into my beard. A lot I, of salt. I, I blame it on the pandemic. I, it's the COVID beard, all the stress, um, probably made made me go gray a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>
4: exactly. Exactly.
1: Andyandymedia.com. We had a couple of people ask on the Facebook group, what's the uh what's the website for that handsome Andy guy? Uh, handyandymedia.com to check it out for Andy Barrard DIY gadgets and more. We have lots of fun things to talk about if you are a fan of the phones. We're going to get to that shortly. Maybe some tricks up the sleeves in Appleland. First though, the DIY um uh <laughs> Andy is nerding out over a tool that most crafting ladies get very very excited about so i proposed maybe for this segment we should just refer to you as margaret and then you'll feel more <laughs> like yourself
4: well you know it was funny i was at this uh press event um about a couple months ago and i didn't understand what it was about and i go there and it's just all women there and they're they're making all these craft things like pillowcases like with like logos on it and and i i was like why am i here and then they started showing me this machine and it's called the Cricut maker three and what it is it's a smart cutting tool and basically this machine it's kind of like a cnc machine except it can cut like vinyl paper and so what they were doing is you can make stickers with this you can make you can make t-shirts shane with this machine so Mm -hmm. as soon as i'm looking at it you know my diy brain's just going all over i'm getting all these ideas of the things i could possibly build with this thing so i had them um ship it down to me so I could review it. And I'm telling you, I have been in love with this thing. I have like, I set it up in my studio. You got to go to my website, folks. If you want to see this in action, handyandymedia.com. It's also on the Shift Facebook group, shiftheads.ca. If you want to check this out. But it kind of looks like a printer and it comes with this corresponding software where you can create images, you can create text. And then you feed this vinyl paper in, and it will cut it out of that vinyl paper. And from there, you could you know, make a variety of different things from it. Some people, what they'll do is they'll make like uh, custom-made coffee cups with their names or, or some kind of image on it. But um, what I did, being the DIY guy, Shane, I was like, you know what? I got a lot of nieces and nephews that want Christmas presents this year. So I made a goal that I was not going to buy any present I was going to make them from scratch. And so I went to the dollar store to buy some material, like um, some frames, photo frames. And so I had a couple nieces that are like five years old. So I made this custom frame with their name on it and uh, wrapped it all up. So I'm I'm very interested to see um, how that is received. But the one thing, and I know we're talking over Zoom, so I can show it to you, Shane. Check this out. This is now I'm showing him a cutting board nice. where I actually burnt uh, uh, a stencil into the cutting board and it says, chop it like it's hot. And it's cut like a, and so this was actually really hard. So what I did is I used the Cricut maker three to create the stencil and then I put the stencil on and then you can buy this stuff. It's called like a scorch pen. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it looks like a little felt. And then you Mm. can just like, you, you, you felt it in just like a typical felt. And then after that, you take a heat gun to it and you heat it up. And wherever the felt was, it burns that image right onto the wood. So I had been doing this for about like five days of just learning this skill because I really want, especially for the community garden, I want to create a sign, but I also want to burn it into wood, you know, make it look cool because that's the one thing all these craft ladies aren't really doing is using it to make like burnt signs using it to make stencils and so this this Cricut Maker 3 I'm telling you it's pretty pretty impressive if you're a DIY or arts and crafts type of person this is something you would want because like I said you can make gifts why why buy when you can DIY Shane why buy when you can DIY wow, See, I should make a, a t-shirt billboard. I should make a t-shirt with that right there now if you go to the my website or to the shift uh, Facebook group, shiftheads.ca, what you'll see is that I, as my first project, I created a logo of a guy jumping rope. I call him Jumpman. And oh, um, yeah, so that's like my new favorite logo. So I'm going to be making the Jumpman t-shirt coming up soon. So you definitely want to check that out. <laughs> I'm going to be like Kanye. I'm going to make my own clothing line, except I'm not selling oh, it. I'm just wearing po- it. Please don't be like
1: Kanye. My
4: God. No, 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 no. I'm going to make my clothes, but I'm, it's not like for sale. It's just I just wear my own name brand, basically. <laughs> jump, Jumpman. And, and Andy. <laughs> just a t-shirt that has Andy. In. Okay.
1: Hey, you know who we got a phone call and text message from tonight, Andy Burrard? Who? Santa.
4: Ah, yes, yes. We
1: did. We did. We got a message from Santa uh, saying hello to everybody. He was finishing his shift. Uh, he was doing an event. Uh, seeing the children, and uh, he reached out to all the shift heads. So, uh, this is good news. Now, Santa is available uh, again digitally for people to reach out to.
4: Yeah. So, this is year two now of Virtual Santa. It was actually very, very popular last year because, uh, you know, we were all adjusting to the pandemic. So, Santa went virtual and he made a lot of visits. Now, what's interesting, Shane, is the Virtual Santa bookings have gone down. But they are creating new types of businesses. So now you can get Santa to video bomb your or Zoom bomb your Zoom meetings. So if you have a work meeting and you have a lot of people on Zoom, you could actually go to SantaZoomBomb.com and book Santa to come in and Zoom bomb, whether it's your family or friends or your co-workers. Um, but, you know, Santa, I think a lot of Santas out there were hoping to go back into the malls. but. Because of what's happening right now, it looks like the virtual Santas are still around. And so, for anyone out there that uh, you know wants to entertain the kids, you can book Santa on on Zoom right now. And so, I think that's a really safe way for the kids. And it's actually better. I was thinking about this, Shane. You know, when you go and see, you go to the mall and bring kids to see Santa, and they always take the photo, and there's huge lineups, and you get a really bad photo of the kid crying on Santa. You know, these these virtual Santas are way better because you can actually give a little bit of information about the child beforehand to have that kind of conversation. It's a little bit more intimate. So I definitely recommend people, um, you know, use this service to talk with Santa uh, virtually for their children this year.
1: I like it. The more Santa, the better. That's what I say.
4: Did you know that there's a Santa, a Santa training school as well? No, there is. Really? Yeah, yeah. there's an actual school that you have to go to um, to become like uh, an official like Santa that you can help like the real Santa out for everyone else. But uh, I didn't know that. and So I wonder if this new school has like um, computer courses on like Zoom because I can't imagine Santa being that tech savvy. You know, he's been around for a long time. It doesn't seem well, like they also would that... be though.
1: Like they would just tell him to stand here, look at the little light, you know. I um, yeah. worked this through this weekend. I was able to help out a friend of mine. Um, because they, uh, his daughter was there, and you know, asking for money to buy things, and uh, and I, I shared that you know with my white beard. I was like, "Look, man, like I'm just honorary, like on the board here. I'm not like official anything, but I do know people in Elfland. us yeah. white bearded people. We got connections, and um, sure enough, it's great. Behavior changed. Love it." handyandymedia.com if you want to go check it out uh dancing videos and more for you because uh, he can chop it like it's hot if you want to see his uh, cutting board uh, his cutting board is there for you as well for a uh, handy handy for our not only a skipper also a hip hopper
4: you know you know it's funny funny thing to say is um during the pandemic, I started watching YouTube videos on how to chop vegetables properly, and uh, yeah, my, my my chopping skills are are really good these days. Like you should, man, I can I can take a mushroom and I'm just like, you know, like I look like really? a chef now. Practice, yeah. it's all about practice, Shane.
1: It is all about practice. Mandolin, it's all also all about a mandolin that helps cut things quickly too. Okay, let's talk about NFTs, NFTs in video games, non fungible fungible tokens. Ugh. NFTs and video games, Uh, Ryan described it to me best. Ryan, explain to everybody listening how you would use uh, pay for something in a video game, NFT style. So it's yours.
2: Okay. So imagine this, let's say I get an email and (laughs) you hear a jingle. (laughs) Okay. So imagine this, you, uh, there is a, a video game you enjoy. It's like online and they have all these cosmetics for your character, like a helmet. And they decide, instead of just putting that helmet out for free for everyone to use, you can buy that helmet as an NFT. So now that helmet is yours forever. And by yes. forever, I mean until the game is shut down, and then what? So there's a lot going on here. And Ubisoft, Canada's big, big video game company, are hopping on the trend despite... Uh, is this going
4: to work, Andy? I I don't know. Does this, well, does this work? the industry is very divided on these nfts now for the listeners out there the nfts these are these non-fungible tokens basically it's like you could own a digital app uh, asset uh in in a video game so kind of like what you were saying ryan here's how it typically works when you play a video game you typically you would have to like hit some type of level and then you unlock something you know it could be in a hockey game you unlock a player well with nfts what they're trying to do is saying you know what you don't have to play that hard. You could just buy it. You could just buy this player. And and then you would actually try to essentially own it. So it's not like you're just buying it inside this game. It's an actual digital good that theoretically you should be able to sell to someone else. Because if you remember from the olden days, when you bought a game, it was a, a cartridge. And say the next year, the new game comes out and you don't, if you're a kid, you don't have much money, you go and you sell your old cartridges to like a secondhand shop. And then you would use that money to buy a new game. Well, with everything going digital, you can't really do that. So what the industry is saying is, what if we start putting NFTs inside these video games and then you can buy these assets? They might even change the way um, that they monetize on video games. So instead of buying the game outright, you can play the game for free and then you would buy the nfts uh during your your journey through this game but like like you were saying ryan everyone's divided because the question is what happens to this game in the future if you actually paid and i'm still very very skeptical of nfts there's nft Mm -hmm. artwork digital artworks you know like memes like cat memes that are very popular somebody can own that right now and have ownership of of those memes but I am very, very skeptical because everyone, you know, we talk about this web 3.0, everyone's talking about the blockchain, NFTs, cryptocurrency, but no one really knows if this is going to go through the future. I do know video games are here to stay. It is making oh, yeah. more revenue than Hollywood these days, but are gamers ready to start paying for things inside of games? Not only that, are they ready to then trade those uh, to someone else on the blockchain or or what have you? So this, this is really dividing the internet and gamers in particular. Um, And the gaming companies like Ubisoft are, are, are treading very slowly because others have tried and they got a huge backlash by the gamers and gamers are very, you know, loyal, but they're very opinionated when it comes to games and, and how they play it. So, the futures of NFTs in video games remains very unclear. This whole thing about da- buying digital goods, I don't think anyone really knows if it—if it's like the future or if it's just one of those fads like uh, 3D TVs where, you know, like 10 years ago. I love it. It's comparison. interesting though.
1: Yeah, when and when Ryan, you know, Ryan described it the best for me when he said that, I mean like, what happens when the game goes away and you've paid all this money for this helmet or something? right like that makes no sense to me. Okay,
4: Apple has things up their sleeve question mark? Well, you know, it's about time that Apple needs to have something big, you know, a new product category. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize. It's like, you know, you look at the Apple Watch and you're like, okay, but Apple didn't come up with the smartwatch. They they waited for a couple of years until they released that. But the last if you if you want to really talk about the last product category that Apple created, you're going to have to go way back to 2010 with the ipad that was a completely different product you know and that was like during steve jobs's era so with tim cook taking the realm apple has been very very cautious when it came to creating a new product category and everyone is saying in 2022 they're going to get into the augmented reality and create the eyeglass so glasses that have ar built into it so you could actually see overlays of, of, you know, your iPhone, essentially say someone calls, you can see that overlaid inside your glasses. And so they have been talking about this. Facebook of course has already come up with their own Facebook glasses that they did with Ray-Ban. Google had their Google glasses way back in like 2012, 2013. Didn't go well for them. Hasn't gone well for anybody trying to get into this augmented reality glass business. But the thing about Apple Shane is they got the iPhone they got the hardware and they got the app store. And if they can convince developers to start creating apps that work with, say, eyeglasses or whatever they're going to call it, uh, they might have a chance. But the thing is, Apple needs to come up with the next big thing. If they're going to be considered a company that's an innovative company, they got to make something big to, to separate them from Samsung and all the other companies out there. But they've been very reluctant But I think in 2022, we might see the um, glasses come out for Apple because it would be a good accessory for the iPhone and also for the Apple Watch. But the question, and I'm still wondering it, Shane, you're an iPhone user. Could you see yourself wearing glasses that worked in conjunction with your iPhone in the future?
1: No, I got rid of my Apple Watch because it was too distracting. Well, just, and it, this is- I was trying to use my phone less and it kept sucking me back into my phone. So I stopped using my Apple watch. I sold it actually online and got my money back and, and walked away from it. So, I mean, I, um, yeah, I can't imagine. I want less. I want less things. You know what I do want from Apple though? I would love it if Apple would spend a little more time finding a way to make phones and laptops cheaper again, as opposed to more expensive every single time they come out with a new one. That would be awesome. Handyandymedia.com. Andy Barrar, thanks brother for being here. I wish you a Merry Christmas, sir, this week. I hope you have a a happy holidays. You too, buddy. Thanks
3: for listening to The Shift Podcast.
1: Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca.